the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. The politicians have had their say. Now it's up to the voters. Americans casting ballots today in the midterm elections. President Trump wrapped up a string of Republican rallies last night with a stop in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. His message has been consistent. At multiple rallies over the past week, the president repeatedly warned everything is at stake in this election, especially the economic progress with Republicans in control of Congress. If the radical Democrats take power... They will take a wrecking ball to our economy. The president also hammered Democrats over border security, prompting accusations of fear-mongering. He issued his final get-out-the-vote rally last night here in Missouri. Greg Clugston, Kansas City. On Wall Street this morning, stocks are higher. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up about 62 points. The Nasdaq Composite Index ahead, 62. This is SRN News. Highly caffeinated and highly hysterical, Wellness Radio 1570 invites you to a night of clean comedy with Triple Espresso. Bobby Bean here. Hey, this is Buzz Maxwell. Triple Espresso. Hey, everybody, I'm Hugh Butternut. And Hugh Butternut, forget it. Live Thursday, November 15th at the Park Square Theater in downtown St. Paul. A limited number of tickets are available, so get yours today at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Click on the clean comedy banner. Supported by Union Gospel Mission. Quick update of your election day forecast. Clouds today, looking at some rain, maybe some snow showers too. Temperatures falling to around 36 by this afternoon. Looking at the showers likely tonight, maybe a flurry mixed in there. And then for Wednesday, cloudy skies and mid-30s. Up next, live version of Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black. Right here on Wellness 1570 or listen online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. The world of business and finance is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the information? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up-to-the-minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for 120 bucks with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. 800-610-3497. 800-610-3497. That's 800-610-3497. For chips, sticks, or cracks, call Advantage Auto Glass. If you're anything like me, the Summer Road Construction did a number on your windshield this season. Hi, John Wichko, owner of Advantage Auto Glass, here to thank you for a great summer and to remind you that with cooler temperatures, those small cracks are going to turn into big ones, seriously compromising the safety of your windshield. Now's the time to take care of them and get that new windshield you've been needing all summer. Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396, and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Advantage will come to your home or work anywhere in the metro. We're a local, family-owned company and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. That means you'll get personalized service, and we do all the billing, all backed by a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage, and we'll take care of everything. And don't forget, you can schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. Call Advantage Auto Glass. 
In the small town of Elmira, New York, a boy was born into an all-American family. The odds of him achieving his dream in the fashion industry? One in 23 million. The odds of having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 68. I am Tommy Hilfiger, and my family is affected by autism. Learn more at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to do something a little different. Uh, For those that don't know, uh, my mother, Edith Hildegard Black, uh, died on Saturday. So, um, you know, I debated on what to do on the show. I couldn't. I know today's an election. Uh, But I could not do a live show without honoring my mom. So I apologize in advance uh, for my emotion, uh, for my – I just want to pay tribute to my mom. Uh, And so today, uh, we're going to call today's show, Did It Matter? You know, my mom was born uh, October 12th, 1941, in Bremerhaven, Germany. Uh, She came to America right after World War II, and she loved America. And so today I want to just pay tribute to my mom. And as I was going through some things in my files and reflecting on my mom, I found this uh, this Bible study I had done for a group of men uh, called uh, Men of Valor. And it was based on the movie Act of Valor. And I just want to read something I wrote. It said, at the beginning of the study, we asked some important questions. What makes a man willing to fight to do what is right, even when it's not easy or popular? What makes a man run toward the fight and then fight for his God and family? We said these are hard questions that we will think about far too seldom that we don't think about. Considering the question causes a stir in us, answering the question might forever change our lives. Quote, the code that made your father who he was is the same code that will make you a man he will admire, respect. Put your pain in a box, lock it down, like those people in the paintings your father liked. We are men made up of boxes, chambers of loss, of triumph, of hurt and hope, and of love. No one is stronger or more dangerous than a man that can harness his own emotions, his past. Use it as fuel, as ammunition, as ink to write the most important letter of your life. And in the movie Act of Valor at the lieutenant's funeral, there was a unique act that took place. A Navy SEAL would come up and affix a lapel type of item to the casket. What was happening was an incredible and rare show of respect. The lieutenant jumped on a grenade to save the lives of his fellow warriors. He paid the ultimate price and showed the ultimate courage. What was being attached to the casket were the soldiers' trident pins. The trident is a U.S. Navy Special Warfare badge. It represents the three aspects of SEAL Special Operations, sea, air, and land. These men were making a statement about how the lieutenant lived his life and the respect and admiration they had for this great man of valor. When you are being remembered, ladies and gentlemen, how would you like to be remembered? Is it important to leave a legacy? What are some of the values of living your life with vision, the focus? My mom, Edie Black, was the leader in my life. She taught me how to live my life to where I get to impact tens of thousands. Consider this. How do you want to be remembered when you're no longer on this planet? To reflect on the life of our good friend, this team member, spouse, parent, servant of God. The Bible says everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to live and a time to die. Yesterday, December 7, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. From Dallas, Texas, the flash, apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Those of us who loved him and who take him to his rest today 
pray that what he was to us, what he wished for others, will someday come to pass for all the world. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. Three engines now at 104%. Challenger, go with throttle up. Challenger, go with throttle up. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Uh, two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack on our country. you're born to the day that you die everything in between is the dash of your life when your last day comes you don't even know where not remembered by what could have been planes crash and people die in the wink of an eye it's a fact of life still time to set things right in the dash of your life I know of a man who stood to speak at a gathering of family and friends He spoke of a friend no longer here Not long ago had been In a box at the front of the room There his friend does rest his final bed Tears flowing, speaking words of wisdom And this is what he said There's the date of our birth And the day that we die The space between our dash of life does lie The way that we live on this earth this becomes our dash When you live life like it matters It matters not the cars, the house, the cash Planes crash, people die In the wink of an eye It's a fact of life Still time to set things right In the dash of your life Think about that Are there things you'd like to change? The time is now. You could be at the end or mid-dash range. You can't control the length of your dash. This is for God to define. The width, intensity, this is yours. No butt prints in the sands of time. What will you do today? Every day is like a ticking clock. How did you spend your time before your time in the box? When your eulogy is written, life's actions rehashed. It's okay to be proud of things they say About how you spent your dash Planes crash and people die In the wink of an eye It's a fact of life Still time to get things right In the dash of your life What time did you give? To the ones that you love Should have done this Should have done that Ain't good enough What a great day Planes crash, people die in the wink of an eye. Still time to set things right in the dash of your life.
the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, January 24th through the 26th. Go to likeitmatters.net. Click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless, and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marian Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, Pro-Life AcrossAmerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, uh, I have a heavy heart. Uh, On Saturday, uh, my mom, Edith Hildegard Black, passed on. She went to go be with the Lord. She uh, transitioned into her uh, spiritual phase. Uh, And... um, you know, today I really debated on what to do. I know we have an election going on, and I know there's uh, a lot of you listen to the show for leadership and for guidance and for inspiration. But there's no way I could um, could get on here live uh, without addressing my mom. You know, uh, the last time I talked to my mom, I called her on Friday, and um, she'd been in the hospital. Her um, she wasn't doing good. She was dehydrating. Her blood pressure was really low, um, and she's uh, was in a rehabilitation type of hospital because she was her, she was getting really swollen, and she'd been fighting many different types of cancer. And so, I talked to my mom uh, before she passed on Saturday. Probably um, not enough. I'll just say not enough. But I, I talked to her almost daily, and um, we all knew she was dying. You know, we buried my. Uh, my nephew, who was like a son to her, who she raised, who she lived with in last July, he was walking out the house, and uh, 
hit his head, fell down, hit his head, and 30 minutes later was dead. They didn't think it was no big deal. Before that, my mom and dad uh, took care of my great aunt, great uh, uncle from Germany, uh, Tana Hilda and Uncle Anton. And uh, over a four-year period of time, uh, he died from Alzheimer's, and then she lived for another two years. And it was just hell. It took a lot out of their life, took a lot out of their heart, uh, depleted all their savings, uh, put a big stress on their marriage. And then in February, my dad died after struggling with prostate cancer and bladder cancer. And um, my poor mom has been through so much the last five years. And um, I was talking to my sisters, and my sisters on Friday told me that, uh, you know, mom's kidneys are getting worse. And she's they think that her kidneys are failing and her, all her organs are failing. She, my sister told me, she had told me that my mom had ballooned uh, in size, like, two times as big over the last two months since I'd seen her last. And uh, her hand was like three times as big. Her her arm had swollen up, and there was all kinds of stuff going on. And so it was much worse than my, I thought uh, I had realized. And my uh, my sister said uh, her kidneys fell in. And so they were all, she was in the hospital, and... Um, and I was talking uh, to my sister, so I decided to call my mom because I said, is my mom lucid? Is she lucid? Can can she hear me? Can she talk to me? She said, yeah. So I called my mom, and she answered the phone, and she had a little smile on her face I could hear, and she loved me very much. And um, when she heard my voice, she perked up a little bit and said, hi, son, how are you? She always asked how I was. She's gone through cancer, five different types of cancer, been burying people for the last four years, been a tough life. And just like my mom, she asked how I was doing. And um, the only thing I said to her was, Mom, why didn't you tell me? I said, Mom. Why didn't you tell me that you weren't doing good? Mom, why didn't you tell me? And I'll never forget what she said. She said, it doesn't matter. She said, it doesn't matter. And the reason I got so emotional, because she was right and she was wrong. She knew it didn't matter because I couldn't leave. I couldn't get there to Vegas to see her. I, in a really big push financially, things have been tight. This radio show's taken a lot out of me. The, uh, we're working to expand our cause, which is to change this world. And... Um, my mom loves what we do. She's always been a part of what we do. And so I said, Mom, why didn't you tell me you were doing this bad? And she said, it didn't matter. And I'm going to tell you right now, it did matter. The reason why I'm here today is because it mattered. The reason you know Mr. Black is because it mattered. The reason why I do likeitmatters.net is because my mom mattered. The reason why I'm on the radio show inspiring, educating, giving people hope to do something different is because my mom's life mattered. My mom was nothing pretty to look at. She was a short, overweight German woman who had lots of wrinkles. Uh, had a nose like a witch, a little ward on it. <laughs> I used to tease her about that. But my mom was a leader in my life. She taught me how to be a man. For those that know, my dad was very abusive, alcoholic. He wasn't my real father. But uh, my mom taught me so much. She taught me about life. She taught me about hard work. She taught me about love. My mom was full-blooded German, if you know what that means. She had a temper. She was a worrywart. She loved being American. My mom was an immigrant. My mom was an immigrant. You hear that? 
I support Donald Trump. I'm not a racist. I'm not a bigot. I'm not hateful. I love people. I give to people. I'll give the shirt off my back if someone wants it. Man, I'm helping right now one of my listeners from Brazil, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Nivaldo. He, he's a great American. He's a Brazilian, but he loves America. He re- bleeds red, white, and blue. He's the greatest American I've ever met, and he lives in Brazil. I'm working to get him to America legally. I need him to expand my radio show. I love immigrants. I love people that come here and want to be American. My mom loved Donald Trump. My mom parked her thing on Fox News. The one thing I'll never forget about mom, my mom and dad, my dad was a union truck driver. They were diehard Democrats. They were the original walk-away movement. It was Ronald Reagan. I still remember the same man that got me excited about politics. Ronald Reagan uh, got my mom and dad. Uh, they, I, I'm not sure. I think they were still Democrats. They might have switched over a few years later. But they voted purely straight Republican from that point on. My mom was an immigrant. My mom would love anybody. My mom would give anything off her back. She loved Donald Trump. So you know what? If you're not out there part of the hateful crowd and want to destroy this man and destroy this country, if you're really not sure which way to vote, I'm going to ask you right now, vote for Republicans for my mom's sake. If it doesn't matter to you, one or the other, you think they're both as bad, they're both guilty, then I'm going to ask for Edie Black. Do it for her because her life did matter. She gave me an example of what it meant to work hard. My mom would work three jobs. My dad would go get drunk, and she would, uh, uh, he would go off, get drunk, spend his money, his paycheck at the bar, and quit jobs when he got mad. My mom worked two and three jobs. We were on food stamps. We were on welfare. My mom would work job after job. Would t- My mom taught me, you do whatever it takes. You know, it reminds me of the, the quote by Joko, Jacob Rias, I think it is. It says, look at a stone cutter hammering away at his rock. Perhaps a hundred times without as much as a crack showing in it. Yeah, the hundred and first blow, it was split in two. And I know it was not the last blow that did it, but all that had gone before it. And that, to me, uh, represents my mom. You know, Robin Sharma put it this way, leadership is not about a title or a designation. It's about impact, influence, and inspiration. Impact involves getting results. Influence is about spreading the passion you have for your work, and you have to inspire teammates and customers. You know, that really was my mom. My mom never had the title of leader. My mom never had an important uh, uh, position. My mom wasn't even educated. I think she dropped out of high school, got her GED. My mom couldn't vote. The last few years because we had a fire about 20 years ago and it burned up her passport, all her papers from Germany. But before that, my mom never missed a turn to vote. And since Ronald Reagan, this lifelong Democrat, had become a a conservative, she voted Republican. And she loved America. And she loved what Trump stood for. And she loved making a difference in people's lives. When you're being remembered at the end of your life, how would you like to be remembered? Is it important to leave a legacy? My mom left a legacy. What are some of your values of living your life with the vision, the focus of leaving a legacy? You don't have to have a fancy title. You don't have a fancy degree. You don't have to have your own YouTube channel. You just need to live your life like it matters. And my mom, Edith Hildegard Black, born October 12, 1941, died November 3rd, 2018. Like Tecumseh said, so live your life that the fear of death can never enter your heart. Trouble no one about their religion. Respect others in their view and demand that they respect yours. Love your life. Perfect your life. Beautify all things in your life. Seek to make your life long and its purpose in the service of your people. When it comes your time to die, be not like those whose hearts are filled with the fear of death so that when their time comes, they weep and pray for a little more time to live their lives over again and in a different way. Sing your death song and die like a hero going home. And that's what my mom did. She fought the good fight. In the end, she said, I can't do anymore. I can't do anymore. I love you, son. We all know that the Trinity represents the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. God is our Father. In the light of our Abba, consider these words spoken to you. 
When you live your life like it matters, it does. My mom, Edith Black, lived her life like it matters. Because of my mom's life, and it did matter, Mom, it mattered. You now know Mr. Black. There are 25,000 people somewhere out there have lives been impacted. Because my mom lived her life, and she made an impact in mine. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it. Belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to St. Louis November 8th through the 10th. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Does what we do matter? You know, in the big scheme of things, how important is a roof or gutters? And, And maybe those things aren't real important in the eternal scope of things, but they are important in us establishing relationships with other people, and they're also important in being able to reach out, being able to meet people, being able to expand the kingdom or or edify or build each other up. So maybe our work is more of a vehicle to establish relationships than it is just a business. Some of the services we offer are shingle roofing, residential roofing. We also do commercial and residential flat roofs, rubber and TPO flat roofs, small or large. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, you can always contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, January 24th through the 26th. Go to likeitmatters.net. Click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, I'm a little uh, half-hearted. I'm a little somber. You know, not only am I worried about the, the decision that America's making today, I pray that America makes the right decision and doesn't send us into two years of chaos and turmoil uh, by voting Democratic. And the reason I bring that, my mom, my mom was a proud Trump supporter. My mom was a proud American. She was born October 12, 1941 in Bremerhaven, Germany, full-blooded German. And after World War II, she was blessed to come to this country legally she went through all the proper paperwork, all the proper processing. She went to Ellis Island. She was at the Statue of Liberty when she took the boat across. Uh, man, she tells told stories about that being in New York City when she first landed here and what it, how proud she was. She was a, such a proud American. My mom was was hardworking. She was selfless. She was stubborn. She was patriotic. She was dogmatic. And I just loved her so much. And what we're going to do now is we're going to open the phone lines up, 651-289-4466, 651-289-4466. Anybody knew my mom, uh, my sisters, my brother, I don't know if they even listen to my show, Uh, but uh, I'm just paying tribute today uh, to Edith Hildegard Black, Mr. Black's mom, 
my leader in my life, the one who taught me how to cook, the one who taught me about hard work, the one that taught me that no matter what, you make it happen. And so uh, let's open the phone line. I got my bride on the phone, uh, Valerie. Uh, welcome to Like It Matters Radio. How are you doing, babe? Hi, I'm so sad. <laughs> it's sad, uh, sad show today. <laughs> but I've just been crying listening to you talk about your mom, and I just wanted to call in and um, say that I miss her too. <laughs> she was um, a lot. Yeah, for those that never met my mom, like I said, not a lot, not a lot to look at. Short, overweight. Uh, uh, German woman who was just the biggest heart in the world. And, you know, Val, I was looking at uh, quotes on leadership, and I came across this one by Katie Christie, founder of Activate Your Talent. It really reminds me of my mom because she wasn't. She had no high, huge title. She had no education. She had no degree. You know, people weren't lining up to get her opinion. It says leadership is the ability to not only understand and utilize your innate talents, but to also effectively leverage the natural strengths of your team to accomplish the mission. There's no one-size-fits-all approach. Answer key or formula to leadership. Leadership should be the humble, authentic expression of a unique personality in pursuit of bettering whatever environment you're in. I mean, that's my mom because, you know, uh, babe, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, because, like I said, she she helped run, uh, you know, our, she took care of our finances. She encouraged me. You know, I've never fit in this world. I've, you know that, babe. I've never fit in. I don't belong, uh, man. I don't have a lot of friends. I have a lot of people that call me friends. But even my best friend, Brett Wassel, kicked me out of his life. Uh, I, I, you know, so uh, I'm used to not fitting in. I'm used to not uh, being a part. And so one thing about my mom is, and I'm not saying it was appropriate, but she did it. She always told me I was special. A world that doesn't like me, that doesn't care for me, that doesn't think I have any value. Most people in this world find no value in me. Uh, now they do because of Mr. Black, because of what I've done for 25 years. But outside of that, uh, the church has no use for me. I can't teach in a church. The church wants nothing to do with me because I'm too dirty. But my mom would always tell me, you're special. She would always say, of all my kids, uh, if any of them make it, you're going to make it. Uh, and I'm not saying that was appropriate to say that around my brothers and sisters. I don't know if she did or not. But, you know, to have that encouragement uh, from the one that gave me life um, that always stuck with me. That even though the world didn't like me, even though w girls didn't like me, even though men don't like me, even though God's church doesn't like me, even though this world doesn't like me, my mom always told me I was special, that I'm going to do something big someday. And you, 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 you know, I mean, what impact? I mean, you spend a little time with your mom. What do you remember most about my mom? Well, I talk to Edie almost every single day. And um, I don't know if you knew that or not, but I, I talk to her almost every single day. And for years, I mean, we work together. She, we're, we were coworkers. And um, she was always encouraging no matter what she was going through. It didn't matter. She just wanted us to be happy. And she would say that to us all the time, or say that to me all the time. I just want you to be happy. I just want you and Scott to be happy. And no matter what was going on with her, I mean, Teddy died, and her husband Ted died, and she was always concerned about us every time. Yeah. It didn't matter what she was going through. She always turned the conversation to what's going on with us and what she could do to help us. And... I really could have missed that. Having yeah. her, she was a rock. She was a rock. Yeah, and even at the, at the end, the last year, even when she was taking care of my dad, when dad was dying, she didn't do anything with her own medical. We all knew that my mom's severely overweight. Yeah. I mean, all that stuff. We knew that there was stuff going on, but she just wanted to take care of my dad. And my dad, uh, he didn't know God, and he didn't want to know God, but he sure didn't want to die. He wanted to live every last day. My mom told me he wanted to live every day because he was scared. Uh, and once my dad died and he came down with, uh, we real knew that she was in bad shape. All of a sudden she had one cancer and then two cancers and three cancers and four cancers. Um, and she said that she was going to fight. And then she told me, she pulled me aside and said, I want you to know, but when I say I'm done, you need to support me in that. And she yeah. never really complained. That's why the last thing I said, the last time I talked to her, was uh, when, like I said, she went in the hospital and I got her on the phone 
And I said, Mom, why didn't you tell me you were doing so bad? Why didn't you tell me you were this bad? She goes, it didn't matter. She goes, it doesn't matter. Because she knew I couldn't get out there. She knew nothing was going to change. She knew. And, but again, but a bigger picture was my mom didn't want me to be concerned. My mom didn't want me to hurt because. She just wanted she, you to be happy. Yeah. She just wanted you to be happy. She didn't want you to worry about her. And that's, that's the thing I'm, with this end of life is, uh, you know, you know, a big push in life has always been to give my mom the life she deserved. My mom has always struggled. We've never had a lot. We were always poor. She worked multiple jobs. My dad beat on her on a regular basis, didn't treat her with the love and respect she deserved. But she loved him, and she stayed with him. And I remember, you know, there was a long time that my mom and I weren't uh, in each other's lives because I had a lot of trauma and drama about my childhood. And I'll never forget that, um, you know, some of you out there had a lot of trauma and drama because your parents got divorced. I had a lot of trauma and drama because my parents stayed together, and I shared that with my mom. And so when we were back together and we were rebuilding our life, uh, you know, my life, childhood was so terrible. I took all my childhood and put it in one big black bag and said, it's all bad. And so uh, there's a lot of my childhood. My mom would say, remember when we did this and you were this year's? I go, no. I go, remember when you were seven we did this? I'm like, no. Uh, remember when you were 15 and we did like, And none of it I remember because I, I blocked it all out. It was so traumatic. And so I had told my mom at some point when we were back together and she was working for me and we were re rebuilding our relationship, I said, you know, Mom, I, I, I was so angry at you. I, I almost hated you for a long time because you stayed with Dad and put us through that hell. And I'll never forget my mom's response. She said, um, son, I understand what you're saying. I do. Let me tell you my perspective. She said I was... Uh, you know, we were on food stamps, on welfare. I was working three jobs. We were struggling just to get by living with your dad. I was afraid that if I left your father, that I could not keep you five kids together. But I knew that if we stayed together, we could get through anything together, including what we were going through with him. And I always tell people, well, that's not yours or mine to decide whether she did the right thing or not. That's between her and God. That's already been worked out. But my mom yeah. basically showed me, showed me you, you do what it takes. She lived in familiar pain instead of freedom because she was familiar with that pain of being together. And so, you know, my mom taught me so much. She is the leader in my life. And you saw that, babe. You, you know who I am. You probably know me better than uh, most people. Well, my mom now is gone, so probably better than anybody else. And you know who yeah. I am. And you know that my mom helped me become who I am. Not because yeah, of what she, she lectured out. to me. Yeah, she was a yeah. strong woman. She was hardworking. She, she was rough around the edges. It didn't look pretty all the time. You know, and, and that's it, baby. And I know you got our, we got our baby at home, Benaya. He's sick. He's not feeling good. We got an election that's going on that we're biting nails because we're praying that the country doesn't vote Democratic and send us into hell for two years. And then you got a sick baby, you got a, uh, my mom died, you got me leaving in the morning, so a lot going on, babe. I just uh, thank you so much for paying tribute to my mom, and I know Benaya's sick, He's, I can hear him whining, calm, tell him I love him, and uh, thank you so much for calling in and paying tribute to my mom, it means a lot to me, babe. I love you so much. I love you too. No, in our class, <clears throat> we do a process called Leader in My Life. And we take you to this place without you realizing what we're doing. And then we have you consider if you had to pick one person above all others who you'd call the leader in your life, who would that be? If you had to pick one person, teacher, parent, spouse, sibling, friend, coach, that's helped you become who you are today, above all else, who would that be? And, you know, as I thought about this, because I, I wrote the process, I never did. I used to think, well, maybe it'd be Ronald Reagan, because Ronald Reagan got me excited about life and being that shining light on the hill. Maybe Jesus Christ, because he is um, my Lord and my Savior. He is the one that, the only one that's never abandoned me on this planet. And after doing it for a while, about five years ago, I came up with the, the understanding that my mom was the leader of my life. It was my mom. And so at the end of this process, we have you uh, focus on that person and then write out three questions. And the first question is this, the qualities I most admire about this person. And the qualities I most admire about my, my mom is that she never quit. 
she never gave up. No matter how ugly, no matter how hard, she pushed through. When she believed in something, she didn't let anything get in the way. She did whatever it took to keep her family together, to make things happen with bailing wire chewing gum. She was the original MacGyver. I love you, Mom. I miss you, Mom. I look forward to seeing you on the Sea of Glass soon. I'm Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through a national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com in the subject line put posse if listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough if you need more of him here's one option for your Mr. Black fix Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you each day he chooses a word from the book of wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application go to wayofwarrior.blog Click the follow button and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. For 30 years, healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need to manage our healthcare. We need to manage the finance of our healthcare. Sustainable healthcare. What is it? How do we attain it? What changes are needed? What does it mean for doctors, healthcare insurers, pharmaceutical companies, and most importantly, you, the patient? If you like your doctor... Can you really keep your doctor, or can you change the system to keep them in practice? These and a host of other questions are addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, on his program, Sustainable Healthcare, on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Saturdays at 2 p.m. Dr. Trobiani brings 30 years of medical practice and many years of uncovering problems in the healthcare industry, and he'll offer solutions on restructuring healthcare financing through free enterprise. Tune in Saturdays at 2 p.m. and hear Dr. Trobiani's insight into providing prescriptions to what ails the healthcare industry. That's Sustainable Healthcare, Saturdays, 2 p.m. on Wellness Radio 1570. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am a heavy-hearted Mr. Black, your radio life caddy. Today, I'm talking about the passing of my mother, Edith Hildegard Black. My mom was born October 12, 1941, in Bremerhaven, Germany, and she died November 3, 2018. Of, man, all her organs fell. She has four types of cancers. But you know what? My mom died from a broken heart. You know, my mom lived a tough life. It was a rough life. And one of my goals in life is I wanted to help my mom. And I got it was a chance to do that. I took her on trips to New York City and all that when I was doing real well. In the last seven years of my life, when I've been in a holding pattern financially, it's been tough. And uh, God told me a long time ago, you never let money be a reason why you don't help somebody. And so we've helped a lot of people the last seven, eight years. have never paid us a penny because that's what God told me to do. And now we're coming out of our holding pattern and classes are filling up and things are going well, just as my mom passed on. And I really wanted to make my mom's life better. She's had a rough life, a terrible life, and she lived in a lot of pain and hurt in the world. And that's why she had a tendency since Ronald Reagan, they were lifelong Democrats to vote Republican because even though she was, uh, they were laborers, even though uh, their whole family was Democrats when they came over from Germany, she realized that the American dream 
was found by voting Republican, not Democrat. And so she was really a big Trump fan. She loved Donald Trump. And, uh, you know, I'm telling you guys right now, if you don't care, if you don't, if you think both people are just as bad, both sides, if you're not sure what to vote, I'm asking in honor of my mom, Edith Black, a migrant who came here who loved this country, was a proud American, who loved helping people, would give the last dollar she had to somebody else. That's why I learned how to give is from my mom. She was selfless. She was long-suffering. She was hardworking. She'd worked three and four jobs. It was never about how pretty it looked. It was always about getting the job done. It reminded me of an article I read from, uh, uh, it was out of the Washington Post in July, the summer. It said, Sister of Slain Baton Rouge Officer Montrell Jackson. It's coming to the point where no lives matter. This is July 17th in Washington Post. She said, it says, Jocelyn Jackson was already sitting in church when she found herself needing God most. She hadn't yet learned that her little brother, Montrell Jackson, was among the three officers killed in Baton Rouge when her pastor asked the congregation to send prayers to her family. Quote, I didn't want to break down in church, but it was just something I couldn't hold, Jackson 49 of Lake Charles, Louisiana said. He was a wonderful person, a wonderful person. Jocelyn Jackson said that she understands the anger behind the movement Black Lives Matter, but that God gives nobody the right to kill and take another person's life. Montrell, Montrell Jackson, 32, was married in the last few years and had a baby boy he adored, she said. It's coming to the point where no lives matter, she said, whether you're black or white or Hispanic or whatever. A man carrying a rifle outside of Baton Rouge a convenience store shot at six police officers on July 17th, killing three. Here's what we know so far. In an emotional Facebook post on July 8th, Montrell Jackson wrote that he was tired physically and emotionally. That's how my mom was. And when I read this, I think about my mom. She, he said, Montrell, the guy who was killed, the cop, uh, African-American skin color. He said, I swear to God, I love this city, but I wonder if this city loves me, he wrote. In uniform, I get nasty, hateful looks, and out of uniform, some consider me a threat. These are trying times. Please don't let hate infect your heart. The city must and will get better. On a GoFundMe page set up for the fallen officer by a relative, he is described as a hero in a time of uncertainty and imminent danger. That's how I feel about my mom. Words cannot describe the devastation that we feel right now, reads the page. Rest in peace, Montrell. You'll always be our hero. I would have loved to meet Montrell. What a great man he sounds like. Jocelyn Jackson said her brother towered over many at six foot three, but in her memories, he will always be that little boy who was a picky eater. She said his siblings would tease him about how he was, uh, how when he was about nine years old, he insisted on eating only Burger King Whoppers for dinner. Jackson said she never worried about her brother, who was outgoing and kind, being on the force, not until recent tensions in Baton Rouge after officers fatally shot Alton Sterling earlier this month. Jackson said on Sunday another brother had told the pastor about the death before she made it to church. Afterwards, she said the weight of it rushed over her. If I could talk to the shooter or anyone considering violence against more officers, she said, she'd remind them of a judgment beyond the penal system. If I could say anything to anyone, it is to get their lives right with God, she said. Hell is a horrible, horrible place to be. Amen. And I know my mom is in God, <clears throat> is in heaven with God. And I want to share these words with you. It's called Don't Quit, because this is what really uh, utmost. My mom did whatever it took. She would never quit. She would never surrender. She very seldom complained. She worried a lot, but she'd always seek out others, always put others before her, always. And the poem's called Don't Quit. It says, when things go wrong as, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the debts are high, and you want to smile but you have to sigh, when care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't you quit. Life is queer with its twists and turns, as every one of us sometimes learns, and many a fellow turns out when he might have won had he stuck it out. Don't give up, though the pace seems slow. You may succeed with another blow. Often the goal is nearer than it seems to a faint and faltering man. Often the struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup. And he learned too late when the night came down how close he was to the golden crown. Success is failure turned inside out, the silver tint in the clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It might be near when it seems afar. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worse 
that you must not quit. And that to me is my mom. She taught me how to live my life. She taught me the way of value, the way of life. She did. That's what she was all about. She wanted us to know that you just made things happen. It didn't matter. That's why I wrote the words, the dash of your life, those simple little words, so powerful. We must remember, ladies and gentlemen, that planes crash and people die. And my mom made me realize that we have warrior's blood in our veins. The way we live our lives is the way we'll be remembered. God has given us a short time, a dash in time, a dash of our life. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. In that space is our dash. How, ladies and gentlemen, will you make it matter that God so blessed you with a dash of your life? I know of a man who stood to speak at a gathering of family and friends. He spoke of a friend no longer here, not long ago had been. In a box at the front of the room, his friend does lay his final bed. Tears flowing, speaking words of wisdom, and this is what he said. There's the date of our birth and the day that we die. The space between our dash of life does lie. The way that we live on this earth, this becomes our dash. When you live your life like it matters, it matters not the cars, the house, the cash. Think about that. Are there things you'd like to change? The time is now. You could be at the end or mid-dash range. You can't control the length of your dash. This is for God to divine. The width, intensity, this is yours. No butt prints in the sands of time. What will you do today? Every day is like a ticking clock. How did you spend your time? before your time in the box. When your eulogy is written, life's actions are rehashed. It's okay to be proud of things they say about how you spent your dash. And that's what we gotta realize, ladies and gentlemen, that it does matter. The last thing that my mom said to me is it didn't matter. But for Michael Joseph, and let me end with these words, ready or not, someday it will all come to an end. There'll be no more sunrises, no more minutes, hours, or days. All the things you collected, whether treasured or forgotten, will pass to someone else. Your wealth, fame, and temporal power will shrivel to irrelevance. It will not matter what you owed or what you were owed. Your grudges, resentments, frustrations, and jealousies will finally disappear. So, too, your hopes, ambitions, plans, and to-do lists will expire. The wins and losses that once seemed so important will fade away. It won't matter where you came from or what side of the tracks you lived on at the end. It won't matter whether you were beautiful or brilliant. Even your gender or skin color will be irrelevant. So what will matter? How will, you value, how will the value of your days be measured? What will matter is not what you bought, but what you built. Not what you got, but what you gave. What will matter is not your success, but your significance. What will matter is not what you learned, but what you taught. What will matter is every act of integrity, compassion, courage, or sacrifice that enriched, empowered, or encouraged others to emulate your example. What will matter is not your competence, but your character. What will matter is not how many people you know, but how many will feel a lasting loss when you're gone. What will matter is not your memories but the memories that live in those who loved you. What will matter is how long you'll be remembered, by whom and for what. Living a life that matters doesn't happen by accident. It's not a matter of circumstance, but of choice. Choose to live a life that matters. I love you, Mom. I wish you well. Edith Hildegard Black died November 3rd, 2018. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Dreaming of a better life for your family starts with your decisions today. Hi, this is Marty Young at Online Trading Academy. 
We teach skills to create an income to live your life your way. Take the time to invest in you. Join us for a free investing class by dialing pound 250. Use the keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA. Online Trading Academy Radio. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570. KDIZ Golden Valley. A service of... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.